0: guys, welcome to another SLTD Wrestling Podcast. This is the Roundtable, as always. This week we're going to be talking about Elimination Chamber and predictions. We're just going to do a short episode to wrap it all up so everyone knows what we're thinking. Uh, we're usually here with Adam and Callum, but we've got ourselves a special guest today because Callum's off on his jet set lifestyle on a beach somewhere. I, I don't think he is, but it's nice to it's nice to think that he might be. So, I am Tybo, of course, as always. I'm going to throw it round the table to let you know who's here, what they do, who they are, all that stuff. Adam.
1: Uh, so, I'm Adam, as usual, back again, still here. Uh, Elimination Chamber, I've watched a couple, um, just in prep for it. I went back to no Way Out 2009 for the one that, on paper, sounds horrible, which is... Take a Batista, Big Daddy V, Great Cali, Finley, and oh god who was the other one but they all got eliminated and it was just Take a Batista and that bit was good. Um, but yeah our special guest today if you want to introduce yourself.
2: Um, I think the term special is very much being overused. <laughs> um, I'm, hello I'm Matt. I uh, I, uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a pro wrestling fan like the rest of you, I particularly have a bit of an interest with British wrestling um, as well, as well as the, as well as the WWE product, um, so I'm here to sort of chat a little bit about that as well, but also throw my two cents in about um, the Elimination Chamber and the other stuff we're going to be talking about today as well, um, and if I, if, if I ever do come on again, please just refer to me as, as I'm more than happy to be a substitute. <laughs> uh, I very much
0: know that I'm just filling in, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> There's well, no okay. such thing. Yeah, <laughs> you can be. A, you can be. We'll just call you guest. Not not until. Yeah. yeah. will just be yeah. guest. Um, Map the guest. There you go. Um, so yeah, as I said, we're going to talk about some uh, elimination chamber predictions, and we're just going to talk about the chamber in general to see our, our thoughts and feelings on it. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. Um, Nothing too heavy, nothing too crazy. We're just gonna go into it. Um, I want to ask as like a first question, because I don't think we've actually mentioned this, but what are your thoughts on the fact that the chamber, the actual structure of the chamber, changed? Like, do you like the new one or do you prefer the old one? Uh I've
1: I think I think aesthetically excuse me <clears throat> um it looks much better than it did definitely I mean we had this conversation with Tom on the um, on the theme quiz that Tom was born in 2003 so the chamber is older than he is and that <laughs> that made us feel incredibly <laughs> old and I yeah. think maybe nostalgic for an old style chamber but yeah no I like the look of it I like the aesthetic of it I think it's much more polished and actually it works well with the kind of newer, polished WWE product, I suppose. Mm. And like anything post Network, I think that works. Yeah, it works absolutely fine to me.
0: Mm. Matt, what do you think?
2: Um, I I think the problem is I, th- I think Adam's absolutely right, but a part of me can't help but miss the old one. I liked the I mm. liked the 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 shakiness of the old one. I can't. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it had sort of. It was the last of the structures that had the similar vibe to any form of, any of the cage matches or things that I used to watch when I was a kid, you know and so there was a little bit more give to it, and for some reason I just, uh, I, you know on paper, yeah that's crap compared to the new one, but <laughs> maybe, I'm just, maybe I'm just a bit old school I kind of like the old one um, so yeah, no, I, I'm, it's alright It's it's. I think aesthetically, like Adam was saying, it looks a lot better uh, but I can't help missing the, the, the sort of shabby chic of the old one, of the, of the previous one
0: yeah, I, f- I feel the same. I think I like I am a really big Chamber fan. Like I like the idea of it, and it's, I think it's really clever. And again, yeah, it does fit the WWE style that is now with the network and everything being super high-spec and, and all that stuff. Um, but yet yeah, the old one just looked a little bit more menacing. I think it looked a little bit more like... Jesus, this is going to wear some people. This well, it did, but I think that's that part of me is like as you say, it's a little bit old school, isn't it? Where you you kind of that's what you grew up on. So the new one, but interestingly, this is why I asked because I didn't know this, but I was looking into certain things for a post um, that I'm doing about the elimination chamber that'll be on SLTD tomorrow, and the reason they changed it was because a lot of arenas couldn't sustain the old chamber. I didn't know yeah. that. So because it was so big and bulky and it was so heavy, a lot of um, arenas that are, are, that they use now, they couldn't have an Elimination Chamber. That's why it went away for like two years, I think, because they didn't have one. And then they brought it back as the, as the pay-per-view with the with the new chamber and all that stuff. So I didn't even know that that was the reason. I just thought it was... Vince just didn't like the older, so. Because uh,
1: there was a thing about um, the arenas in America having that kind of basketball-y scoreboard thing that hovers from the ceiling, and yeah. they actually that that came down too low for them then to put the chamber at a certain height where they could raise it after the
0: ring. I think. Oh right, because it needs like eight or twelve motors to like keep it up there because it was so heavy. Like when you think about it, it's just—it's a ridiculous thing to cart around. No wonder they were like, "All right, we need to—we need to do something with this. Like this is yeah. ridiculous." But yeah, I just—I uh, just wondered what you were—what uh, you were thinking about that. Um I So
1: mean, WWE predict- production before we move on never ceases to, sur- to surprise me, because again, the fact that they did a Hell in a Cell in an open stadium at Mania 28. I was just like, how are they going to manage to do that? They do it.
0: They do it. Yeah, they do it, don't yeah, they, yeah, they do know? do it. Yeah, they are yeah. quite clever with stuff like that. Um, so I'm wondering if you, I'm assuming I know where Matt's going to fall on this one, but do you have a definitive favorite chamber, Matt? What
2: a favorite chamber match?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh gosh, um, mm, that's a good question. Isn't it?
0: Um, only because well this is the thing because I have been sort of researching like like Adam said like I've watched a few and I think it's hard to say this is my favorite chamber match I think that's a tough question to answer mm. really I yes. quite
2: like I so the, the first one that I remember really vividly is the is the the original ECW one from 2000 I think 2006 I think. Yeah. That's the so I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Bobby Lashley at all. However, that's the one that he won. But that was one which had it was, I think, if if I remember right, Big Show came in as champion and and was the first one to be kicked out. And that was, I think, using the Elimination Chamber and using the rules and the constraints of the Elimination Chamber to a really, really good effect. And Mm -hmm. I just remember, I remember watching that being quite surprised. So yeah, I would probably say that
0: one. That's really, really interesting. Like, do you know what? Right, I have never actually seen that chamber, right? And only because the only reason I've never actually seen it is because it's wildly considered as the very worst one. It's, it's. I disagree. <laughs> it's so strange. I know it's so strange, but it's yeah. like that's the reason Paul Heyman left, and like. It was. It just fell flat, and it's so strange that I've never decided to watch it, and that's your favourite.
2: It's a. I think it's a good elimination. It's I'd have to go back and look at all the other ones, but that. But when you ask the question, that's the one that always that's yeah, the first yeah. one in on my head. What I would say is, yeah, ECW the brand at that point absolutely sucked, but <laughs> that match on its own was really really good.
0: I'm gonna have to go and watch it. I think gonna, that's that's one I haven't. I haven't watched. I'm definitely going to have to go back. Adam, what's your, uh, your favourite? It's difficult.
1: It's a really difficult question because, again, I watched one yesterday, so it's still fresh in my mind. Um, 2011, this was a SmackDown one, and it started off with Edge and Rey Mysterio, and then in the pod you had Drew McIntyre, proper babyface Drew McIntyre, um, Big Show replacing Dolph Ziggler. There was Wade Barrett in there. And why do I always forget the last one? Who was the other person? <laughs> Don't know. Probably doesn't matter. Um, no offence to them. Go on. It was Kane. Kane, thank you. It does matter then, because Kane's ace. Um, and it started off with Edge and Mysterio, and then they eliminated everybody, or you know, ev- everyone else eliminated each other, and it ended with Edge and Mysterio. Um, so that was a good one. That was a good shout. Again, if I'm thinking off the top of my head, I have a real affinity for whatever reason the one where Bray Wyatt won the championship. So you're talking 2017. Um, yes. And it was one of the first ones where they'd done it in the actual new chamber. Uh, like AJ was in there and there was a real good kind of AJ Wyatt thing towards the end. I think Cena was in there as well. Um, yeah, Cena went in the champ,
0: didn't he? That's the one that Cena went in the champ. When yes, he, yes, he, of course he got, would have, yeah. yeah, Because he got the 17, 17th world title and only kept it for like a month, didn't he? Yeah, because he, he beat it. AJ
1: at the Rumble, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then,
0: Dropped it to a uh, to Bray and Bray yeah. went on. To so face. I like that one, yeah. I like
1: that one. Um, I liked the women's tag team one as well to crown the um inaugural women's yeah. tag team
0: championship. I forgot that one even existed until the other day. I was talking to my missus and she was like, Oh, yeah, the, the first women's one with the tag team. And I was like, mm. wow she was like, Yeah, when they like crown the tag team titles, and I was like, How do you remember that? Like, I don't even remember that existed, but that was when. Um, Yeah, that was when it was like when the tag titles kind of felt like something, obviously, because it did in the Chamber, but I don't know.
2: They were fairly new back then as well, weren't Mm. they? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, As with regards to a favourite one, like the reason I think it's such a hard question is because these sort of elements of really cool stuff that happens in a lot of them. But as an overall match, it's hard to say this is from start to finish a great match in a chamber. It's, uh, it's I mean, a six-man match anyway is hard, really, realistically. Mm. Um, but then you add obviously the chamber and the spots and the trying to keep everybody safe, especially in the old one. Um, I honestly think my favorite chamber is the first one because only because. It's the same with a lot of things with me, I think. The first one always, like, sets the tone. And I think the first one, with nobody really knowing what it was and Eric Bischoff coming out and, like, hitting it with a with a little bar thing to, like, see it's, like, solid steel. And the idea of it just being really new and, like, all this chain and showing pictures of them, like like, building it and putting it together and all that stuff just added to something that, you just don't get anymore. I don't think you just don't get that like like prison feeling. I know that's like really strange, but I think that's what it is. That the the first one, I was just like, this is nuts. This is like this is like a hell in a cell on drugs. This is insane. And yes. I remember watching it and just being like, How is this, how is this even gonna work? And then I think the more you watch them and the more because it's like, what like Nineteen years old or something like that, is it? Is that right? Um, two thousand two. Two thousand and two. You, yeah, yeah. Jeez.
1: Yeah,
0: nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. So yeah, um, it doesn't dilute it because they do new things, but you never get that feeling of the first one.
2: Mm. I think it's yeah. the
0: same with the Hell in the Cell. Like I, everyone talks about, obviously the Man one, um, where he goes off the top. But the first one, if you watch the build up to that match, the build up is like this. Is new. This is interesting. This is something we've never done before, and I think just over time you can't help yourself but be like, "Oh well, I know what to expect in that match now, and know what's going to happen." So mm-hmm. yeah, I think the first one. I don't like that Sublidge got injured. That that made me sad, but <laughs> um, yeah. Although actually the second one as well when Goldberg was like was good, and uh, he eliminated pretty much everybody, didn't he? And we just Spear
1: Jericho through the pod, didn't
0: he? Yeah, I remember mm. that being like a big thing. That one was a good one. Yeah. Um, and like to play like, jarden behind adding in the pod and Flair trying to keep the door shut and that. That one was quite good. Um, but yeah, I think the first one is is right up there. So there you go. Um, right, so we're gonna get into some predictions for Sunday's elimination chamber. Have you are you Give me an excitement level out of 10 for this uh, For this elimination chamber. Are you like up on Roars and Smackdowns and this is going to be good? Or are you just like, this is just a throwaway and we need to have a pay per view. So let's do this. So my,
2: numbers, so my numbers boosted purely because of the time of year we're in. Yeah. So, you know, the pay per view is around this time of year, you know. I hate I hate to use the line, but we are on the road.
0: <laughs>
2: and actually, you know, it, this the that this first quarter of the year for me is always the peak time for WWE. So already my level is higher than it would not. You know, if this if this card was say in I don't know October, then I'd probably be about a six. But the truth, but with the timing of the year, it is with the card that's on. With the with the Roman Reigns factor uh, put in there, with uh, of the extra mar- of the potential extra match, um, with the Miz uh, factor being thrown in there, I'm a solid eight eight and a half. I'm really. Looking- that's high, that eight and a half. I'm really looking forward
0: to it. That's a that's a that's good. It's impressive. Adam, have you got a number?
1: I'd say I'm probably around about a seven, but I'm similar to Matt in that. Past few years after, or as I've watched the Royal Rumble, I've tweeted, it's the most wonderful time of the year because (laughs) this specific period of time between January to April, I know every year I'm going to get um, Rumble, Elimination Chamber. You can sod fast lane because why we have it, I don't know. Because I tell you what as well, I think I might be even a 10 if this chamber pay-per-view was maybe two weeks down the line and I knew that it was legitimately the last stop on the road to WrestleMania. Because I think there are some predictions that I've got that I've written down because of the things that I want to see happen. And I think things that could lead into Mania. But then I stop myself and think, but, but there's still six weeks before Mania and there's still fast lane to get through. How are they going to manage that? Um, but again, you know, like Matt was saying, it is the most wonderful time of year. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We get there eventually. And then selfishly, it's mine and my wife's birthdays in this period of time. So I'm like, yeah, I'm all up for this time of year. not so the rest of it.
0: <laughs> um, that's good. That's that's uh yeah, I see what you just say. Um I I am just like a still like a child, so every pay-per-view <laughs> is a 10 for me. I'll be honest. I um, I just like a pay-per-view. I like knowing that something's happening, I like the extra wrestling to watch. I like I'm just I I've over the over the last few years, I've definitely I'm more about the journey of a match, rather than the end of a match. I think mm. so. Where we end up and what we do, and like or what they do, uh, and where WrestleMania ends up, don't think it really like it doesn't really bother me all that much anymore. I just enjoy watching it, and I like the psychology of it. So me, me wrestling like love has changed slightly because I've maybe I've been smartened up by what we do. I don't know. Um, and I look at it different, not in, not like a smarty way, like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Ooh. Like, I know where they're going with this. I just mean, like, I watch matches differently. So, I'm always at a 10, but if I'm honest, I'd say I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably about an 8, I would say. Obviously, WrestleMania is about a 56, but, um, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm probably about, of an, about an 8. The only downfall is, is that I feel like, it's kind of obvious what's going to happen at WrestleMania these days. So there's not going to be a major shock in the sense that like Reigns isn't going to be the champ at WrestleMania. So I think little things like that kind of take away from it. But again, got someone going through the chamber to face Reigns. This is going to be a really like interesting play on stuff and I think, I don't, we'll get into proper predictions, but yeah, I don't. I think that's the only downfall of these, these pay-per-views is that you can't, you can see where the sort of where they're headed to WrestleMania, so they do feel a little bit like we just need to get through them. And I agree with Fastlane, that's a bit. I mean, to be completely honest with yeah, you, I think Fastlane should be renamed Roadblock because it makes more sense. I hate Fastlane, Fastlane just sounds so lame. <laughs> But roadblock is like, this is, we're on the road to WrestleMania, but you've got to get through this. This is a roadblock. Know what I mean? Um,
2: um, can, I, can I just defend uh, Fastlane for, for one second? <laughs> because uh, Fastlane, for me, had one of my favourite ever Dean Ambrose matches in it. Uh, I think it might have been the second Fastlane, and it was him against Triple H. And oh. the build-up to that match... Was absolutely fantastic because basically it was, it was it was it was it must have been when Triple H had won the Royal Rumble, um, so and it was and the and the idea was that basically Dean Ambrose just couldn't stop talking and couldn't stop <laughs> um, couldn't stop uh, disrespecting Triple H, and so he'd be beating the crap out of him. And then there was a, there was an amazing moment in the run up to payback when uh, to Fastlane, sorry when. He go when Triple H goes off and Dean's just like, oh th- th- Hunter, thanks for that. And <laughs> Triple like, oh God, right, not again. And has to go back. And like, and I just and, and all that, that little, it was a microcosm. It was a tiny storyline. And it ran just for up until um fast lane or whatever it was, payback or whichever one it was. But that no, it wasn't payback, it was fast And it was just brilliant. I absolutely yeah. love it.
1: But so I I need to um from other fast lane pay per So there you go. I need to slot in here. Oh no! That happened at Roadblock. Did
0: that happen at Roadblock?
2: Oh, there you go. Right. Well, there
1: you go. We're (laughs) all on the same page. Roadblock should
0: come back. Did it really happen at
1: Roadblock? Yeah. So Fastlane was in February of 2016, and it was main evented by Reigns, Lesnar, and Ambrose in a number one contender match for the world title at Triple H at Mania. And then the following, like, month, yeah, March, you had Roadblock, where it was Ambrose and Triple H in the main event for the title. Right. And it was really weird, because it had very minimal production to it, because it was technically a house show, and they yeah. just
0: changed it to a network special.
2: Okay, in which case, screw Fastlane, I'm, I'm, I'm all about Roadblock.
0: <laughs> I genuinely thought that was a Fastlane, Matt. I mean, any time to please just the champ, I'm in, obviously. <laughs> Um <laughs> and when he won it in 2016 was that yeah uh, at the Royal Rumble again amazing. Not nothing not bad about that. Um I genuinely thought that was Fastlane I just like the name roadblock better than Vice Fast Lane. I genuinely did. Here you go, learn something new. Every day's a school day, innit? When you're on a on a mm, zoom call a teacher no, <laughs> <laughs> um, So we're gonna get right in, okay? So um, um, we're not gonna play around and like build up to it. Um, who do you? I'm assuming the SmackDown Elimination Chamber is gonna be first. Because I
1: thought it would go last.
0: What? Oh, right, okay. Because I, I think thought...
1: sneaky, sneaky Reigns. He's gonna come out right after the match and go. You have any match now? And just. But I suppose it could happen first.
0: You know. That does actually make more sense. Okay, so... Anyway, don't matter. Your one makes more sense, so we'll go with the WWE chat title. Um, okay. We've got Kofi, Seamus, Orton, AJ Styles, Matt Hardy and Drew McIntyre. Uh, Drew's going in the champ. Do you think Drew's walking out the champ? Yes. No. <laughs> oh, Really? Controversial. Why don't you think he's walking out, Matt? And who do you think is?
2: Um I wonder if Randy Orton's going to come out champions, which makes Edge have to have to go for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Oh, I've not thought about this. Um, and it also then will lead into Drew McIntyre and Sheamus having a match at Mania. Oh.
0: See, I thought Sheamus and McIntyre would be for the title at, uh, at Mania. But that's actually quite a good shout when you
2: think about it. <laughs> I, just for those of you that can't see the Zoom call, as soon as I mentioned that, I've never seen Adam look sadder. <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam.
1: Because I'm, I'm so on the line of, surely we're going to get Randy Orton, this is your life, Fire Firefly Funhouse match between him and the Fiend at Mania. And yes. never once did I look at that and go, yeah, Orton could win that and it could lead to Edge, which is the thing that, like, even... Before SummerSlam, I think they were saying that's the plan for Mania. That's what they want to do. I'm
0: still saying Drew, though. (laughs) I'm (laughs) saying Drew. um, Mainly because I didn't think of that. Um, But (laughs) I don't know because I think... See, this is the thing, right? I think there's a large possibility that if Drew keeps the title and see this would make more sense for what you're saying though so I'm thinking that on the Monday on the Raw after Mania I think the Miz is going to cash in on Edge I really mm, do
1: Okay.
0: I think that's, that's what's going to happen so Edge is going to win but he's not going to keep it so he's going to be cashed in on and be like you know what like that's what I did, so I can't really argue with it. I think that's what's going to happen because I think he's going to win it, but I don't think he's going to be around a really really long time. So to win it and keep it for a month and like defend it once and lose it seems like it's going to like it's a bit pointless. And people will be like, oh, "Why would you do that?" But that's then you're
1: saying think. that it is going to be.
0: Edge I don't know. That's right the entire. thing. I don't, I think this more because on Raw the Miz said. Everyone should look out. Like, even the Universal Champion should have eyes in the back of his head. So, I think Miz is teasing that he could go after either title, even though it hasn't been mentioned. I, I think they're, to- like, twisting it slightly.
2: I have to say, you said you said that the, before we started doing these predictions that you thought that this year's WrestleMania was fairly clear-cut, and I genuinely don't
1: think it is. I really don't think it is. <laughs>
0: Not I think it is in the sense that I think... I don't think there's going to be a lot of title changes between now and then, in that sense. I feel like you can't kind even of know where they're going that way. But then, yeah, these the fantasy booking side could be like, well, this could happen and that could happen and this could happen. So, you know, it's good. That's why I'm a 56 for WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Mm. I said that before.
1: <laughs> so excited.
0: <laughs> so, as a, as a, as a one-word a one winner who do you think Adam Drew Drew. Matt Orton Orton I want to say Drew because that's what I've been saying about but then the thing I think is going to happen makes more sense for it to be Orton but I'm going to say Drew I'm going to say Drew
2: Look, I, I, am just, I am just a substitute guest. Do not be influenced by a substitute you have, You've thrown
1: that right in my head now, and that's a little bit of a worm now
0: that is just never going to go away. Do you know what, though? You're a good substitute, because Callum seems to do this to me all the time. Like, we're talking, and Callum says, well, this could happen, and I'm like, I didn't even think of that guy. Like, yeah. what the, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, this is, yeah. So, it is, it's good to get somebody else's opinion, you know what I mean? But, yeah, you've... I'm not worried about the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. You've, yeah. <laughs> you've, <laughs> shot, you've shot threw a banner in there. Jesus. Um, that's interesting, right, Orton? Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that the whole podcast. Jesus, right? Um, US title. We've got lastly is the champ versus Riddle versus uh, Keith Lee. What do you think, Matt?
2: Uh, well, first of all, I'm really glad Keith Lee's back in back in a on a main event card. Love yeah, Keith that Lee. Nice. Have a lot of time for Keith Lee. Think he's an absolute diamond um uh on the flip side i can't stand bobby lashley i think he represents everything that's wrong with professional wrestling i think he's horrible i can't stand him i think he's the worst he's genuinely for me the worst i think if people ask me who my you know like the opposite question of favorite wrestler my least favorite wrestler in the world is bobby lashley can't stand him absolute but that's a whole other that's a whole <laughs> other conversation um he'll keep, he's got mvp behind him he'll keep the title
0: well, this is Matt's first and last show, so <laughs> <laughs> um, so controversial. Like you're not using it, are you? You just like boom. This is <laughs> what I think. I don't even care. I'm gonna go with this. Um, I don't even I don't think I know I have... strongly about
2: that. <laughs> I, I don't have many strong opinions, but one of them is that Bobby Lashley is a uh, is a virus on professional wrestling. <laughs> what is it about <laughs> that
0: you don't like? Like, what is the reason?
2: Like, yeah. so. Wrestlers are meant to make you feel something, right? Um, Nia Jax, as much as people will criticise and maybe um, accuse her of being a bit botchy and stuff, she makes you feel something, right? Um, Wrestlers who are playing heel, right? You boo them, you don't like them, they make you feel something. Bobby Lashley makes me feel nothing. Wow. Absolutely nothing. I do not care. He is a big guy, right? Fine. I like big guys wrestling. He... He does nothing for me whatsoever. And, be, and in a way, it's the fact that he has the potential to be amazing and the fact that he's not. He is bland. And there is nothing worse. Give me a rookie who makes mistakes all the time. I will watch that for a solid hour rather than a 10-minute Bobby Lashley match because at least with that rookie, I'll probably feel something. Bobby Lashley makes me feel nothing. He's like wallpaper.
0: Wow. Wow,
1: um, have you got a reaction to this, Adam? Um, I've, I've, I've just been reading things and seeing things that apparently Keith Lee might be pulled from the match. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if there's an injury situation oh, that's happening. Oh no. Um, so I mean, my my thing all along was that Rash- Lashley was going to retain, similar to what Matt was saying, in that he's got MVP behind him, so there's going to be some kind of shenanigans there. I think if you were pulling the trigger on anybody. Why decide to do it at Elimination Chamber? Why not do it at Mania if you had that much of investment in them? And I would say that maybe Keith Lee will win the United States title at WrestleMania. In Again, like when we did our Mania card predictions, I said that there'd be a big cluster ladder match of six people and probably Lee might win it there. Um, oh, actually, no, I ended up on AJ Styles winning it because he's on top of Ole shoulders. shoulders. Um, but, you oh, know, yeah. we'll end up... <laughs>
0: yeah. That was fun. Um- yeah, I'd say Lashley. I, I'm a little bit scared to say I quite like Lashley to be honest. No, with you. No, no, um, fair enough, fair enough. I, uh, <laughs> I've never seen someone get so passionate about something they dislike so much. But yeah, um, I it's one of them matches where I think. See, I think Lee's just being thrown in. I think if they're gonna go somewhere and they're gonna take it off Lashley, it, it'll go to Riddle. I think, and I, it wouldn't be shocked. It wouldn't shock me if they did it here rather than wrestlemania so we went in as the champ at wrestlemania um but i think he's a right lastly he's a bit he's it's it's not like ai don't want to say he's like a step above because he's not but he's he's the the easy win the easy option to say yeah it makes sense because he hasn't really done a lot of title defenses he hasn't had a lot of Title rivalries. He hasn't. It's just kind of. He's just walked around with the title. That's kind of it. He hasn't really done anything else. There's been a lot more emphasis on the tag team titles in the hit within the hair business than he has the U.S. I think. Um, so, but at the same time, I think when he does drop it, I think at some point next year he's going to go into the um, into the WWE title picture with whilst with MVP. I really do. I know. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, that that. I, d- I really do think that's what's going to happen. Honest to God, um, I'm not. I'm not necessarily all for it. I'm not necessarily all against it. I know when he was the world champ in TNA or Impact, I can't remember which one it was. At the time, he was a proper solid champ. Like he was really good. But obviously, it's Al works and all that stuff. He said that that's his goal because he hasn't got. 15 20 years left in him, so he knows he's on his last like run, if you like. Not necessarily I'm leaving in a few months, but I think they're gonna they're gonna put him up there because you are right. Had, the idea of him, he should have been world champion before now, and he has got a lot of potential, but he just hasn't got that extra something. So that's it. There you go. Um, who do you think? Well, we'll go with the Raw women's title. So it's Asuka versus... Who knows? Because Lacey obviously isn't going to be wrestling as she's pregnant with um, with Flair's baby. So uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about that at a different time, we'll say. Um, so who do you think is going to replace her? Or do you think there's not going to be a replacement? There's just not going to be a match.
1: Go to Matt first. Okay. okay, I'll be too long.
0: Matt,
2: right. well, i in Michigan, I'll keep it very short. Um, I I like to think in my head, I would love it for it to be unknown until the night, and then um and then it gets announced on the night. Even then, if it's someone like, even if it is, um, Charlotte, you know what I mean. Like it would just be nice to have that like a little bit of surprise for the end. Yeah. Um, I in fact, it would be good if it was Charlotte because obviously then you've got like history with them too. That'd be nice. Um. I think, though, that Asker will probably retain. Um, yeah, with possi- the possibility of Charlotte maybe coming in.
0: Right. That makes sense. Um, I, I'm, re- I'm really quick with this one, to be fair. I think it'll happen. And I think Asker will be like, who's ready for Asker? And I think Peyton Rose will come out. And I think they'll have an absolute banger of a match. And uh, Peyton Roos, love
2: that. I would love that.
0: She's the only obvious person who has any sort of connection to Lacey. That's the only thing I can think, that if Lacey's there, if you like, and she comes out and she's like, well, obviously I'm not going to wrestle, but here's my bestie. And then Peyton comes out, and Peyton shows that she can be a main event. I think that it, this is her night. If they go with it, a versus Asuka will be immense. Adam, what do you think?
1: So... Peyton Royce was one that I considered. Um, because again, you know, there's the Lacey connection, things like that. Um, somebody mentioned, or I saw this morning, that Bailey might be a shout. Um, and this is just because, even though they're on separate brands, that actually you were gonna go down a route of Charlotte, Lacey, Asker, all that kind of stuff. And if there was anyone that I was struggling to put on a mania card, it was Bailey. So actually that might make sense. That's not who I'm picking. There is one match that I think needs to happen at WrestleMania. I have said it on this podcast before. I am going to keep saying it. So Asuka is going to go to the ring. I think, like Matt says, it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be kept still until the night, and it's going to be who's ready for Asuka. Charlotte comes out, and Charlotte gets the reaction from all of us that Charlotte usually gets, which is, oh, do we really need this again? Do we really need to see this again? It looks like they're going to have a match. And then this is my brutality kicks in. Out goes Rhea Ripley but it's not a triple threat. It's the point where Asuka goes, actually, I'm going to stand back. You two face each other. The winner faces me later on or the winner faces me at Mania. And that then ends in a double disqualification and we build to the WrestleMania women's title match of Asuka, Rhea and Charlotte. There you go. I'm
2: sold. I'm sold. i love that. Yeah, that sounds good to me.
0: That's some hot shit right there. There you <laughs> go. <what> <laughs> I mean, that's better that's than mine. I was just like... Me, <laughs> you know what I mean? That makes more sense, and we haven't seen Rhea Ripley since the Rumble, so yep, why not have her come out? And yeah, that's because I did think as well.
1: Thing. This was the one that I mentioned where fast lane kind of throws my idea a little bit. Because if you've got that kind of hot ending of it ends in a double disqualification or whatever, and you know that eventually you're going to get a triple threat, why wouldn't you do that at the next pay per view, which for us then yeah. is fast lane, unless? you go down the route where maybe is involved in the match and it is a triple threat now, but then why would you do it again at Mania? Or, you know, someone loses the title and then gets it back at Fastlane, blah, blah, blah. blah. But I think it's going to end up as those three at Mania.
2: Mm. Aesthetically as well, I like that, because for me, Asuka and Rhea Ripley getting into a match together is like the battle of the best themes in in WWE at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm all for that as well.
0: I uh, do you know what Rhea really, Ripley really didn't even enter into me. Maybe it's because we haven't seen her but that is a pretty good show. Yeah, especially that's, with the way it's. I think Lacey was just kind of like fodder, like it was. It wasn't going anywhere. I think they're building towards something with Charlotte, but I don't know what. I don't know if that's going to be a triple threat, but um, I don't think Lacey was ever going to win the title really, uh, or not now anyway. Um, so sticking with the women got was added on SmackDown, uh, the WWE women's tag titles, Nia Jackson and obviously the champ, versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. What do you think of the Banks, BLA? Hang on. Easy for me today, Banks, Belair, connection, <laughs> if you like. What are your um, thoughts?
1: Go on, Matt.
2: Oh, sorry. No, please go ahead. Um, Well, I was.
1: I thought about this the other day because they're going down that route of, oh, actually, we quite like each other. There's a bit of respect for each other. Um, I don't think that's going to last till Mania. I don't think we're going to go in to Mania with them being, oh, actually, they're they're pretty good friends, aren't they? But they're going to have this match at Mania. (laughs) I think what we're going to get, and this will go into my prediction, is unfortunately the belts here are being used to use a turn from tie as fodder. Um, (laughs) I think... A a decision has happened somewhere this week and it negates anything that we saw previously. And what I mean by that is that you put the titles back on Jackson Baszler, you send Jackson Baszler to NXT to have a kind of confrontation with um, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. um, And it was like, yeah, we're going to have a match with you on March the 3rd. Sorry, girls, no, you're not. Because what's going to happen is Banks and Belair are going to win the titles here. And they are going to drop the titles on NXT to Raquel Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, because that's where Banks is going to turn on Balor. Because I think what that does as well is that then you fast forward to the Friday night after that happens. So you're now talking like the 5th of March. All they have to do on SmackDown is throw to replays of NXT where the turn happened. And then that gets more eyes on NXT. So it's a bit of a businessy decision. I think Banks and Balor are going to be champions. They're going to be champions for two weeks. They're going to lose them to Kai and Gonzalez. They're going to keep them through to Mania. You get the Sasha Banks turn. You've got heel Banks versus face Bella at Mania. That's what I think is going to happen.
2: <laughs> I I love that idea. I think you're a tad overbooking.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
2: because I just don't... Honestly, I just don't think WWE have given or will give the Women's Tag Team Championship that much thought. Mm. I think what's going to happen is... Now, Jack's chain will retain Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair will argue. Bianca will declare uh, her WrestleMania opponent as being Sasha Banks. That's it.
1: Oh, yeah, because she's still <laughs> not done that yet. Nope. No, that's it.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. I was all for it, what you were saying. But what if Belair turns heel and she's in NXT? So everything that you said happened, except it's the other way around. And she turns heel with the quote-unquote you-don't-go-here thing that she did with Charlotte. Because we had a little bit of that with Charlotte, Rhea and bel in the Rumble. Like the you-don't-go-here, we're NXT. I'm still NXT and you're not. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I mean, the argument there is that she's not NXT. Oh, now, yeah, she doesn't go there. Yeah, that's and true. And Banks fundamentally... Went there, so
0: you know. <laughs> well, something it was something Charlie, yeah, but so was Charlie. Yeah, yeah. That didn't seem yeah. to matter. Um, yeah, I, uh, I totally see where you're going. I just don't like the idea of any title just being used as. I said this before the podcast, like using it as a prop. So, yeah. I don't like that. That's that's just silly to me. If you're gonna do something, you don't need the prop of a title to do it. It just negates having a title. Like it's just it's just like, well, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Don't do it with the title. Build a different storyline around the title. That you don't need this to get this over to mean something. That's ridiculous. Um I think Naya and Baselight are gonna keep it. And I think. Sutton, they're going to keep it and they're going to go down to NXT and then that's going to build a bit of a rivalry, but then they're going to be on um, SmackDown or Raw. And it, I think WrestleMania is going to head into maybe a triple threat tag match with somebody from NXT, probably the Dusty Classic winners. Um, Nia, Basil from Raw and a tag team from SmackDown. Maybe the Riots would because... I love the Riot Squad. Um,
1: Talking Riot Squad mentioned.
0: Yeah, there you go. So I think that's what they're going to do so they get each brand on every... Each brand fighting for the titles that can be on any brand. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to go with it. Uh, and that's about it. I don't really think it's going to do a lot for Banks or Bel-Air, apart from maybe, as you say, like one of them is going to turn on the other. Mm. I think that's about it. Because... Matt right. I don't think there was a rethink very highly about the uh, the women's tag team titles, which is a huge shame because if you don't... I wrote... When these when the titles first got announced, I wrote something for, for SLTD uh, that was, we don't need the tag team titles yet. And that was my whole thing, is that you don't put enough emphasis on the actual women's titles. Why are you adding more belts when... You still need to work out what you're doing with these two belts. And now you're going, okay, well, we need more to have a tag team, because obviously we've got all these tag team um teams together and stuff, which they haven't. These like one or two tag teams, and they keep breaking them up as well, which is ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, I think Anaya Basler retained personally me
2: the day the day they gave up booking or caring about the women's tag team championship was the day they split up the iconics why split up yeah,
0: yeah it makes the no best
2: sense. tag team the best formed tag team yeah in your on your roster it makes no
0: sense ridiculous yeah absolutely ridiculous um right so this is pretty much well we're really at the end to be fair um the number one contender. Elimination Chamber match that will they'll receive a they'll receive a a Universal title match on the spot which could mean a few different things as we've talked about earlier. So we've got uh, Owens Daniel Bryan Cesaro, Uso Sami Zayn and King Corbin Who do you think is walking out of that as the number one contender Adam?
1: I've got two scenarios in my head and there's the one, I think one of them is going to be my actual pick. Adam's Uh,
0: overbooking. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: think if we're going down the Reigns route and the way that things have been going on SmackDown, uh, it seems to be pointing towards Kevin Owens because they're in that feud, they've had that feud and it just seems to be another point where Kevin Owens is just going to lose a Universal title match again. And I think more so than that, you have, the, you have the whole thing of like, Owens wins the chamber, you know, he's knackered, he's been in there for ages. Reigns comes out and just says, you're having your match now. He walks into the ring while the chamber is still around it. Spears, Owens pins him and walks back out again. That's the kind of the end of that. And I think that adds more to Reigns as the head of the table and the heel and all that kind of stuff. My actual pick, I'm going to go away from that. My actual pick is Cesaro because I think that he has been Pushed to the moon recently, and that actually he's going to win the whole chamber, and yeah, maybe then we will get the match later on in the night. So maybe this is the match that opens the show, and I think to be honest, will be the best one out of a lot of them. And he and Reigns are going to have a fantastic match, but obviously Reigns then wins. Um, but I think it does Cesaro a world of good to have the chamber victory and then the match later on with Reigns. So I'm going to I'm going to say Cesaro.
2: Okay. I, this is the match I'm most looking forward to by a long shot because I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. I think we're building towards Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, which I am fully on board for. Loved their match at the Royal Rumble, thought it was exactly what you need at that point in the card. It was bombastic. It was silly and it was full of stunts. Loved it. Fully on board. As as, As for this match... You've got this extra factor of Vermin Reigns coming in coming in at the end, which is definitely going to happen. I can see it being Cesaro. I can definitely see it being Cesaro, um, which which I would which I would be I would love. He's been he's been a real highlight recently, and actually um, we haven't really talked about him much, but um, his appearance on Talking Smack, uh, which happened uh, last was it last night. Um, the promo for it, I watched this morning, and it was just really, really good. And talking smack is once again becoming—it's over the past few months—it's become a must-watch program on the WWE um, um, uh, list of, of TV shows. Um, so for this match, I—I oh, I don't know. It's going to be either. I think for me, it's either going to be Kevin Owens or Cesaro. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say I want Daniel Bryan to win it. So I'm going to go for Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Daniel Bryan.
0: I was thinking the kind of the same in the sense that it would make if they're going with Reigns and Edge. So if that is the thing that is happening, I would say it would make more sense to be Owens and then literally as soon as he stands up from the pin, like Reigns is there with a Superman punch and a pin and it's done. Like... So it's like, it's a title match, but he's lost again, but it's not like the old one, like the, the recent ones where it's, he has a match and he falls short. It's like, literally, he had no chance. Like, the way the camera's working, like, it pans out and then it's just a Superman punch and you're there. cold. they like, oh my God, like, all that stuff. And he just does it, raises the belt, job done. Like, that's it. I think that is more likely to happen as long as the match isn't faced. If they've got time to set it up, if you like. I would like it to be Cesaro, but part of me thinks it's going to be Brian. I think Brian's... If they're going to have a proper match, I think it's going to be Brian. But then, there's that tiny little smidge of me that wants it to be Uso just because it'd be interesting. If they add a bit of time, so they had Jay, win it, and then it's like... All through the show, it keeps going back to them where it's like you're gonna like do the right thing, like you got yourself a payday again. Like it's all good kind of thing.
2: I don't remember a uh, in the past few years um, a run up to WrestleMania where at this point we weren't like at least nine on 90 80 percent sure of at least one or two of the matches that were going to be on that on, on WrestleMania, and it feels like this year. Because there's so many variants out there with Edge, with The Miz, with the different title announcements that haven't been announced yet. It feels like these things are so still up in the air that as a fan, I have no idea what's going to happen at WrestleMania this year. And I think that's really exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm taking back that I think it's uh, it's predictable. Because the more I talk about this, the less, the less predictable I think it is. <laughs> Which yeah. I suppose yeah. is good. You know what I mean? Um, so... Uh, so we've each of us have decided who we think is gonna win the elimination chamber. Do we think Reigns is dropping the title to said person? No. No, no chance. No, see, I don't either. I don't think it is. And
2: if Kevin Owens wins, it'll be a no DQ. Right. Uh, so no DQ. No, sorry, it'll be it'll be it'll be disqualification. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um do you think there's gonna be a cash in?
2: No.
0: No. Not yet. No. Okay, that's fine. Well, that's all the uh, announced matches for Elimination Chamber. By all means, if you listen to this, let us know what your thoughts are. That was a, a quick one just to round up our chamber predictions and what we think of the match and all that stuff.
1: I'm going to throw one in just before you finish. Oh, go on. Because this might be a shout for future. Who's winning the 24-7 title during the show?
0: Oh, I think Bad Bunny's keeping it. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think they're so high on Bad Bunny at the minute. I think he might lose it, but then win it back. Saturday Night Live tweeted out saying that he was oh, the did, 24-7 they? champ. And like, it's insane. Like, they're so high on him. Like, it's I've unreal.
2: Got a, I, I've got a prediction. I think the kid who won the Tag Team Champions with Braun Strowman a few years ago is going to become the 24-7 champion. That's not my <laughs> Okay.
1: I'm just gonna I'm gonna say like Miz or Morrison by the end of the night he's gonna be 24-7 champion.
0: Okay. I think yeah, I think Bad Bunny's keeping it. I think um Bad Bunny's the uh, the Gronk they always wanted, I think. (laughs) Um that's that's what I think. Anyway, yeah, so there's our predictions. (laughs) As I say, if you want to get involved, uh you can like, subscribe, comment. Rate all that stuff that you do with the podcast that would be super smashing if you could do that stuff, we would super appreciate it. Um, we will be back with a proper full episode in the week, Uh, as always. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Matt. And we're just going to throw it around to see if anybody's got anything to to add, who they are, what to do, and all that good stuff. Adam, have you got anything to plug?
1: Uh, just follow me on Twitter, Farand on film, F A R R A N D on film. Um, I'm going to be back in work on Monday because it's no longer half term, which means that I'll be watching Elimination Chamber like 4 p.m.
0: Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Not again. <laughs> uh, Matt, do you want to yeah. throw out anything?
2: Um, ring Matt Bell on Twitter and uh, Ring Matt on Instagram. Uh, I do post. I don't post that often, so I'm quite a good follower. I won't bombard your feed too much.
0: <laughs> just, a, just a number. It's nice. Just yeah. a number. <laughs> I am, of course, Tybo Talks on Twitter, but don't follow that guy. He's uh, he's no fun. Follow SLTG Wrestling wherever you get your social networks. Media. Is that right? Network? Social network? Um, yeah. Whatever the search engine, just put in SLTD Wrestling and you no doubt will find us. If you're on something and you put in SLTD Wrestling and you don't find us, tweet us at SLTD Wrestling and say, hey, why aren't you here? And we'll probably be there within the week. There you go. We will be back. As always, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will see you soon. Bye, guys.